Well, good Monday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. You know, Mary Alice, yesterday in the talk, actually all last weekend, we talked about Israel and what's going on over there. I, I think it's time to look at something specific in the Bible. I'm hearing a lot of so-called Christians basically have the idea that God no longer deals with Israel, that that's mm -hmm. simply an Old Testament thing, and now the modern iteration of Israel has nothing to do with the Bible. But that belief system will not stand the scrutiny of God's Word, because I want to read something. Of course, there are many places in the Bible where God says His covenant with Israel is forever. I mean, God told Him He gave them the land forever, which that's very important too. But I just want to deal with this question. Has God, has God ended his relationship with Israel, or does it continue on? I'm in the book of Jeremiah, where you were reading to me the other day. The Bible says in Jeremiah 31, 35, It is the Lord who provides sun to light the day, and the moon and stars to light the night, and who stirs the sea into roaring waves. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies, and this is what he says. So in other words, this is an introduction to God, his greatness, um, the fact that he orchestrates what goes on in the universe, that he orchestrates what goes on in the seas. And then he has given the name, the Lord of heaven's armies. Now the way Lord is in all caps there, very clearly this is a reference to Jehovah God. Here's what he says in verse 36. I am as likely to reject my people Israel as I am to abolish the laws of nature. This is what the Lord says, just as the heavens cannot be measured and the foundations of the earth cannot be explored. So I will not consider casting them away for the evil they have done. I, the Lord, have spoken. So God is saying here, even though judgment was about to come on Israel um, from the Babylonians, God is saying it's not going to end my covenant promises with Israel which will last forever. And then I, I love what God says. He said he's as likely to end the laws of nature as he would be to turn from Israel. And clearly he's not going to undo the laws of nature. You know, I think what a lot of people miss here is it's not about the, um, it's not about how good or how godly or how holy those people are. Really, this is about the faithfulness of God to his covenant, which he has, he made a promise and he's going to keep his promise. So this is about the faithfulness of God. This is not about the faithfulness of Israel. Well, you are so perfectly right on that. Because if you go back to the covenant that God made with the nation of Israel, it starts with a covenant that he made with one man, Abraham. And not to be too specific about how covenants were uh, made in those days, but basically what would happen if two individuals were going to make a covenant, they would bring the bodies of sacrificed animals and they would cut them in half and then make a lane where the two individuals would pass together through those uh, halves of, of, of animal parts, uh, animal bodies, and they would be saying, if we break this covenant, may the same thing happen to us that's happened to these animals. That's how two individuals would make a covenant. So God has said to Abraham back in Genesis, I'm going to make a covenant with you. And so Abraham prepared the sacrifice uh, to walk together, he and God, through those uh, halves of, of animal bodies. But then at that moment, God put Abraham to sleep, and God, in the presence of a smoking furnace, went through those uh, body parts of the animals by himself, signifying that the covenant did not depend on Abraham's descendants' faithfulness. The covenant depended on God's faithfulness. Yes, so this is really about God installing his king, the Lord, 
Jesus Mm -hmm. eventually on the throne. So despite their unfaithfulness, he's still going to be faithful to his promise. Well, and I think anyone, in fact, I know anyone who follows God or claims to follow God, it's very important that we uh, we see Israel through the lens that God sees Israel, not not the lens of some political party, not the lens of uh, whatever uh, political culture says, but that we see them through the lens of what God is doing in the world. And so they are God's chosen people. They are. And, yeah. and they are still God's chosen people, and they will always be God's chosen people, and God's still working through them. Well, and one thing that history has proven uh, for all the millennia, that because they are God's chosen people, they have enemies. Yes. And they have enemies who have tried to destroy them, uh, going back all the way to... You know, Haman, uh, even earlier than Haman, if you look at Sennacherib and you look at um, the Assyrians who, who uh, over, overcame Israel and, and all these despots through the, through the ages all the way up to Hitler who've tried to destroy Israel. They, Israel has enemies because God loves them. And we know who their ultimate enemy is. Right, Satan. And yeah. he's behind all of that. That's right. He's behind all of that. And, you know, I, I try to point out sometimes in talking about the Old Testament, really, there's a lot of really ugly stories in the Old Testament, but I think we have to keep in mind, it's like your series on spiritual warfare. When we're reading through the Old Testament, once God had pronounced his promise of sending a rescuer in Genesis 3. The rest of the Old Testament really is chronicling for us the warfare between Satan trying to keep God from fulfilling his promise. Yes. And God turning around all the attacks of Satan and and still fulfilling his promise. God's never caught by surprise. He's never going to be thwarted. He is going to fulfill all of his promises and prophecies. Well, I love that. I've had the privilege of standing in synagogues here in Wichita and, and reading some of the promises that God has made to Israel. And it was a very, very precious moment. And we look forward to that moment where the Bible speaks of in, in Zechariah 12, where Israel will recognize the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And I think for this day and time, one thing that we need to remember us today is the other thing that's still true is God has said, those that bless Israel, I will bless them. And those that curse Israel, I will curse them. <laughs> and I want to be on the blessing team. Yeah. And and God has given us opportunities to partner, to get to know, to have community with uh, Jewish people and with even the country of Israel. And uh, we treasure that. Very and much it's so. a privilege. And we want to bless them and we want to support them and be behind them. Right. Well, the good news is not only has God made promises to Israel, He's made promises to yes. us. And just like the promises to Israel weren't contingent upon their faithfulness, but God's faithfulness, uh, we know that the promises that God has made to us, even though we are sinners, God still keeps His Word. Yes. Well, Mary Alice, would you pray for me? Yes. Nope. Listen. Mary Alice, would you pray for us? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, in this um, delicate hour, I just pray that you would have your will be done, that you would uh, take care of those that are in Israel that are fighting right now, and that you would make clear to the world the evil that is present and the powers behind that, and that you would make clear to the world those that are fighting for you and for the good and for the right cause. And I just pray that you would um, take care of those over there that are on the front lines and and that you would um, bring comfort and healing to all those that have been mortally wounded and and grossly 
uh, traumatized and affected by what's gone on. Father, for us over here, may we remember that these are your people. May we support them with our whole hearts and bless them. And uh, just show us how to best do that, Father. I pray that you would just guide us in that. And for all of our Noah's Window family today, Father, whatever they're involved in, whatever they're facing in the day ahead, I pray that you would guide them as well and give them wisdom and strength and comfort and uh, peace and grace and whatever is needed in their life. I just pray that you would be very close to them and that they would feel and know your presence. We're going to be careful to give you the praise and glory for all that you have done and are going to do. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for praying for us, Mary Alice. And thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. We actually have another Noah's Window that we're going to be talking about Israel tomorrow. So we'll see you then. Look forward to seeing you then. God bless. See you soon.